My dog's, my dog's sneezing. Yes, you're sneezing. Yeah. Go play with your toys. I'm doing a podcast. No, you can't step on my notes. Go play. Uh, so, you got to hear a conversation with me and my dog to start the show. Um, so, uh, yeah, today we had um, yet another Trump press conference. I'm looking over at my notes. Um, I also want to talk to you about uh, this new documentary that's up on YouTube called Out of Shadows. If you're listening on YouTube, um, uh, I will link it in the description. It's been up, I, I guess maybe by now it's been up for a week or so. Um, the production value is um, awesome, and uh, it's already got over 8 million views, So, um, and it's the real deal. Um, it doesn't tell you what to think. It, it's a real documentary that uh, lets you think for yourself. Um, that being said, uh, I got some... Uh, NWA National Wrestling Alliance playing off on the kind of the uh, side screen or whatever you want to call it, other browser on my laptop. And uh, it's a, a one year old wrestling show that I haven't seen yet. And they're um, doing the Crockett Cup Tag Team Tournament which is uh, something that happened like three times back in the 1980s. It was a, a big ordeal down in the uh, National Wrestling Alliance to crown the, the Crockett Cup Tag Team Champions. I, don't, I wouldn't say they were the best tag team in the world because that would mean the, the World Tag Team Champions were not, but... Uh, this tournament's going to crown a Crockett Cup champion. There's a giant cup in the background, like a giant trophy cup and uh, tag team belts. And right now, uh, Medusa, or sometimes known as Alunder Blaze, is in the ring talking about the uh, NWA Women's World Champion. Or World Women's Division Champion, however you say that. They had Jim Cornette on commentary. He's one of the best mouth runners, people, mouthpieces, best talkers in wrestling. He's got a great show on YouTube and podcast. Um, but uh, so today, I mean, this kind of goes in. It ties in a a tiny bit to the Out of Shadows documentary. Um, When we talk about these uh, Donald Trump press conferences and how um, some networks are no longer covering the press conferences live. Um, Some of them cut out when Trump takes the stage 
and then uh, come back in during the question answer segment. Just kind of different things there um, to keep an eye on how the media, uh, whatever network it is, I mean, they're really, all of the media you see, um, I'm getting off the topic of the press conference, but all the media you see is controlled really by a handful of major corporations. You know, I mean, right down to your local news broadcast. Um, well, anyways, let's talk about the Trump press conference. But keep in mind, a lot you have to see these press conferences uh, in their live format on YouTube. And if you're a conservative, you should share them with your news feed so your friends can get the information from the source. Uh, and the source is not always Donald Trump. The sources are, you know, Dr. Fauci, who's legit, Dr. Burks, who's legit, Mike Pence, who's legit. Um, and both sides of the aisle are. Uh, expressing their disdain sometimes for Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, uh, not Mike Pence as much on the Republican side, but uh, you know, the uh, Burks and Fauci are two that have definitely come under some fire from uh, conservatives because they've been around through multiple presidential administrations. And, you know, you just can't, can't keep people that are extreme right or extreme left happy with anything. You cannot ever satisfy them. You know, a friend of mine used to use the dog catcher or the animal rights activist as an example. You can never satisfy them. If you give them everything they want, every you know animal cruelty law, or you show them that, hey, look, the, the laws you want are already on the books, they're going to say, well, that's not enough. It has to be written the way I want it written. Well, that's not how life works. Um, and that's coming from, you know, a dog lover and somebody that loves animals, you know, um, Heck, a hundred years ago, there were no animal rights. I mean, now people want them to be bigger than humans. But uh, anyhow, so you know, when you're extreme one way or another, nothing will ever satisfy you. That's the point. If you're extreme environmentalist, nothing will ever make you happy. Uh, no matter what the law is, you always find something to you know dislike about it. So. Uh, Trump at his press conference played a video from uh, Governor Andrew Nipplerings Cuomo. Uh, he talked about the um, Cuomo talked about the fact that uh, you know we've lost some good people, but we haven't lost one person because we did not have enough hospital beds. We haven't lost one person because. We didn't have enough ventilators 
and we didn't lose one person because we didn't have enough beds and we or I said that already because we didn't have enough healthcare staff and this is something that Trump has been harping on the last several press conferences hospitals are actually laying off staff um, this is, that was today was the first time I heard Trump say that but for the duration of this epidemic the media has been uh, complaining that well there weren't enough ventilators there aren't going to be enough ventilators there aren't going to be enough beds <coughs> Trump and company um, and by company I mean his task force have been making you know more hospital space available through the Army Corps of Engineers, setting up mobile hospitals, converting old buildings into hospitals, sending Navy vessels that are hospital ships to the hardest-hit areas. Um, now, he's... um. Now Trump has said that the media has turned their attention to, well, there's not enough testing. There's not enough testing. <laughs> and so Trump brought out um, a, cot a hospital cotton swab. And, of course, it was you know, inside of a, a packet, like a just a wrapping paper, you know, to keep it sanitary. And, you know, he said, well, these are very easy to make and, this and that, and we're going now that we've you know gotten enough ventilators and we have more ventilators than we need, we're going to you know use the uh, the hell is it called the military uh, whatever the act that allows him to um, convert factories into uh, military factories to build like well in this case it was ventilators in world war ii it was tanks and airplanes well anyways he's going to use um his powers to reach up reach out and get more swabs built made and he said you know they're easy to make and he pulled out q-tips and he said look that they may look familiar they look a lot like these these are q-tips these are swabs not very hard to make. Well, you know, Governor DeWine in Ohio has already done this. They've got a 3D printer plan and put it out there through Ohio State to make more swabs to get more testing going in Ohio. And that's what the media is now focused on. Well, how can we go back to work when we don't know who has it? How do we go back to work when we don't know, you know, how many people are carrying the virus because we don't have enough tests. That's the media's new outcry. Um, so uh, they'll cry out about everything. But um, he also brought up the fact that uh, they may have, or the idea, not the fact, they may have a new stimulus package as early as tomorrow. And um, 
it started out with the I've talked about it before, but the Republicans in the Senate wanted $250 billion more in small business loans. That's it. Now it's ballooned into this huge thing. And today Trump mentioned um, stimulus check number two. Now I've noted before, when this first, before the first uh, relief care, it's called care or something, um, the, the initials they use are C-A-R-E for the bill. They give everything a cute name, I guess. The CARE Act, way back when uh, they started closing things down, they said we were going to give out welfare checks. And there was supposed to be one in April and one in May. April 6th to May 15th. I've said enough is enough. We're opening the government back up. There's a ton of um, unemployment out there. We're opening the states and businesses back up, not just the government. So, uh, but then, then again, we may be getting welfare check number two. And we're also going to see uh, stimulus or relief bill number two. Trump says they could have a deal as early as tomorrow, uh, which would be for April 20th or 420 for those of you that celebrate 420. Um, you know, this stuff, um, these reporters ask the same questions over and over again. And I wanted to um, highlight, because this is like the most glaring uh, I don't want to say evidence, but this lady, Ouija, Ouija, Jang, CBS News, she was born in China. She, her country, her family came to the United States when she was two years old and immigrated, probably because they realized China sucked back then and still does. Um, I mean, it's just a tough place to live. Not, you know, there's not, not the Chinese people, but the government. And, you know, it, it's just not a good place for people. Um, I mean, if some, some have good experiences there, I'm sure. But overall, when you can't speak against the government without disappearing or being killed, uh, you know, there's something wrong. Um, anyways, we, Ouija Jang, CBS News, Chinese National, said, you know, when the virus was running rampant in America, you had rallies with tens of thousands of people. Why not shut down sooner? That's a paraphrase, but that's basically what she said. Um, I had to back the, I was watching the live stream then I had to back it up a few minutes because I wanted to get her name and everything. This same question has been asked of Donald Trump many, many times. And he has answered it. Um, Brett Baer on Fox News, which I'm not a...
Let me get my cigar going. Alright. We're going good and strong again. I'm not a big Fox News fan. I don't like people who, you know, you go to some of these lunches and things that with fellow conservatives or Republicans. And if, you know, they say, you know, Fox News said this and Fox News said that. I'm so sick of hearing them. But anyways, you know, Trump today highlighted something Brett Baer said. Um, in the middle of February, there was a Democratic debate. And two weeks later, Trump shut down the, the travel to and from China. Um, at that debate, when we first heard that the coronavirus was rampant in China, rampant around the world, and was probably probably already in the United States, but we didn't have any uh, evidence of cases yet. There was a Democrat debate. Not one time did the virus ever get mentioned at that debate. It was all you know, what it was. Some of it was them attacking one another. Some of it was them attacking Trump and whatever other, you know, socialist, Democrat, filthy ideas they had. But the fact of the matter is they never talked about this virus. And Trump and his team were working on it already at that point. But there hadn't been a diagnosed case in the United States. Now, in hindsight, yeah, we're pretty sure that it was here during December, maybe November, uh, when it was thought it was just a severe cold or flu, well, flu or pneumonia, pardon me. Um, but Trump and his crew were working on it, and the Democrats were not. Nancy Pelosi was having big parties, telling people, come to Chinatown, don't worry about the Chinese virus, that's only in China, it's safe to go to Chinatown, and... You know, I think she had a big Easter party at her house. If you watch my video from the other day or my podcast, and um, she's talking to some late night goober host who's on like late, late night. It's not even a late night show, it's a late, late show. And, anyways, you know, she's saying, Oh, we're, our uh, supply of candy and ice cream was depleted. Uh, on Easter, well, if it, as much candy and ice cream as she has in her $17,000 freezer, she must have had a pretty big party for all that to get depleted. So she wasn't practicing social distance and, uh, you know, keeping parties and gatherings under a certain number of people either. And she's also in California, which is under total lockdown which means her friends and family must have had special privilege to come to her house on Easter. Well, but, you know, Democrats are allowed to break the law. So, um, another reporter asked Trump, um, are you, is Trump's use of words like liberate and talk of the Second Amendment causing death threats against governors of Virginia, Kentucky, and Michigan. 
Um, no. Trump said no. I say no. You know, some of the things he says can incite extremely stupid people. I get it. But, you know, you got to be pretty stupid to begin with. Furthermore, you know, the reporter said, well, you know, there have been Confederate flags and things at these rallies. And Trump's like, I've never seen that. Uh, he said, I'm sure that's what the media is focusing on. But all I see are American flags. I see more American flags than ever because people are going stir crazy. He's like, have you ever heard of stir crazy? That's what's happening to these people. They've been locked in their homes for months and they, they want out. And, you know, the same thing happened here in Ohio. And that governor's been uh, commended by Trump and by the nation. Our governor's been very uh, highly thought of around the nation. And yet I still see, you know, people against him and against the uh, chief or the highest medical doctor in the state, Amy Acton. Uh, even though she just won a Courage Award. But then the reporter said, well, you know, there are people there with Nazi flags. And Trump said, well, then no, I would not condone that. That's terrible. They just shut it down right off, right there. And, you know, if there are Nazi flags, I mean, I get sick of these dumb crackers. If there were Nazis there, they should somebody should have kicked their asses. Um, if there are people waving the Nazi flag, it may have been ins insinuating that uh, the governors are acting like Nazis, which is not the case. The governors are trying to keep you healthy and safe. Uh, right or wrong, you can have your opinion of that, but that's what's going on. It's not... Yeah, anything, and I, neither I nor Donald Trump endorse Nazism, by the way, dumbasses, so, to me, so let's get ready for segment number two, um, hold on, I have to text my mom, this documentary is called Out of Shadows. Out of Shadows. Um, not Out of the Shadows, just Out of Shadows. And it's done very well, very cinematic. Um, it's an hour and 17 minutes total. And it, it's a high, it's high quality. Um, you know, sometimes YouTube documentaries or things are me, or people like me, you know, with a uh, computer, uh, yeah, computer camera or cell phone camera, and, you know, just doing the best they can. Uh, I like to do these videos kind of raw and rough and just take it as it is. But um, this is a, a theatric production, this Out of Shadows. And the main person is a guy that used to be a Hollywood stunt man. He got injured and he was going to physical therapy, but the physical therapy, um, he bro broke his lower back and had a hard time getting feeling. 
back in his legs and his um, male body parts, I guess. <clears throat> and the things his physical therapist were having him was having him do were too easy for him because he had been used to doing you know high level exercise, karate, stunts, uh, all those things. Um, so they brought in a, what's called a pelvic floor ex expert therapist. And I don't understand medically what the hell that means. But it's a different kind of physical therapy for your pelvic floor. And so she asked him, could I pray for you? And he's not really a praying guy. But she said, you know, I see a lot of dark forces around you. Can I pray for you? And then, you know, they go on about their physical therapy. And he, she asks him again, can I pray with you a few months later? And, you know, every couple months or so. And finally she explains to him about, you know, the satanic symbolism and cultism in Hollywood and he remembered going to parties at places that had statues and paintings and things with uh, satanic symbols and you know through researching Satanism and Satanism in Hollywood uh, he starts to realize, you know, what's been going on, and he kind of comes to Christ through that, that if, you know, Satan and all this evil is real, then, you know, heaven and God and Jesus have to be real too, I guess is kind of his point. Um, and they find, he finds, you know, declassified, it jumps around a little bit, but it's very well done. And, okay. But he finds declassified information about the CIA projects, including MKUltra. But even going back before that to the 1920s, where the Office of Special Services, which is the precursor to um, the CIA said, you know, there are ways that we can use films, movies, which was new media back then, um, and ways to use radio and newspapers to control the thoughts of the American people. And this is all, he shows declassified documents and they show them on the screen and it's stuff that's available to anybody in America. Um, either you can do a freedom of information request or you can just flat out look it up. Um, they get into all of that and they show photographic evidence of everything. They show video evidence of everything. Uh, there's a, a woman who uh, thinks she's British somewhere in Europe, but she's like the top person in the satanic church. Um, 
and she does satanic rituals. She does um, satanic. She makes satanic food, but they call it, you know, satanic stew or satanic brewing. Um, they will have um, dinner parties where there are. It's food, but it's decorated to look like a human body. I gotta argue with my dog again. She's trying to get up here. Um, it's made to look like a person. It's made to look like you're eating a person. It may be like a cake, but it's a full-on human body. And they show this. They show this. This these parties, and these these celebrities and people yucking it, laughing it up, yucking it up, ha ha, you know. And they're eating the the cake, and it's. You know, they've, there's actually like um, liquid inside it. I don't know what you want to call it, filling. Um, and it's, but it's the color of blood. And, you know, they're letting it run down their faces, kind of like the old Gene Simmons kiss thing where he'd start to bleed from the mouth. And it was, I, I can't stand Gene Simmons. Um, he was, he's not in this, by the way. I'm just using that as an example. Kiss used to have a thing they did on stage where Gene Simmons would start to convulse and blood would come from his mouth. And that's kind of what these celebrities are doing. They're taking a, butt, a handful of this cake or whatever it is that's made to look like a human, very realistic, very good artwork on the cakes, and grabbing huge handfuls and eating it and, you know, pretending they're eating people. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, some of these people just want it to be silly, and some of them think it's cute, some of them think they're just being silly and funny, and, you know, oh, we're having this, you know, silly little party, it's no big deal, but it is a big deal. I'm a very strong Christian, when you're playing games with your soul, and your eternal life, it's a real big deal to me. Okay? And say, for example, one of these people, and I guess you have to Google it or YouTube it, they show clips in the video um, out of shadows. In the documentary, they talk about Katy Perry, who is um, very influential socially, social media Lee on social media however you would say that and so I never realized she used to be a gospel singer and uh, I guess she was going you know nowhere's fast now she had she waited a while Christian music actually a really big genre um, now I mean I was maybe it's just because I listen to it a lot but I think it's a big genre, but they have, um, you know, every style or brand of music, like, of course, gospel, um, but they have, you know, country and Western, they have hip hop style, they have alternative rock, heavy metal, uh, thrash metal, um, however you want to say it, um, techno alternative, whatever, there's all varieties of 
you know, gospel music now. Um, but Katy Perry couldn't wait. She had, she wanted to be a big star, I guess. And once she got into Hollywood, they said she was told, okay, but you gotta play by our game. And I, of course, not being one that watches MTV uh, because I'm old, uh, you know, I know who Katy Perry is. Um, her one video about, about what is it, Roar? I, I kind of, I enjoy her one song, I guess like you would say. Um, that's all I know about her. They show on here, though, uh, in her music videos, the um, influence of satanic imagery and, you know, symbolism and symbols. Um, they also, I mean, everything is shown and backed up by photo evidence. The eldest, or not the eldest, but like the original, I guess you would call it, uh, creator of the Church of Satan um, they show pictures of him with Sammy Davis Jr which I was shocked shocked at that uh, but I mean photos don't lie um, and then they showed <coughs> a video of Eddie Murphy and Jerry Seinfeld that I, I didn't know existed But Seinfeld and Eddie Murphy are driving down the street in one of Eddie's or one of Jerry's many Porsche convertibles. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, Jerry's a devout Jew. He's not satanic. God bless the Jewish people, by the way. Um, but Eddie is telling him about when he was first getting started, he was at Sammy Davis Jr.'s house. And Sammy Davis was sitting there, and he kind of had his face near, Sammy was leaning into or near to a candle. And he was telling, this is from Eddie Murphy himself, in video. He, Sammy Davis Jr. telling... Eddie Murphy that uh, you know the devil is or Satan is just as powerful as God is what Eddie Murphy is telling Jerry Seinfeld and then you know he, Eddie says you know Sammy went on and he could see that Eddie was getting kind of freaked out so he stopped and Jerry Seinfeld was like wow you know I didn't didn't know that and then it, the in the documentary, it flips to a picture of uh, Sammy Davis Jr. laughing and arm around and uh, like I've got my arm up on the couch here. He's got his arm around the head priest of the Church of Satan, and it's like whoa, 
That's like sad, man. That was, Sammy Davis Jr. was like one of my boys until yesterday. I mean, I looked up to that cat. He was cool. I mean, hope I always was told that he was Jewish. Uh, so hopefully, you know, he got away from that satanic crap at some point and, you know, got back into solid Judaism. But um, then, you know, and the documentary also talks about um, other government programs um, and CIA programs. It's very CIA-oriented, and one of the people in it is an ex-CIA agent slash operative slash trainer, and they go into... Um, Operation Paperclip, which was, uh, I mean, they only present the facts, none of the rumors or things, but it was very much an operation where the CIA brought top Nazi scientists to the United States uh, to work on our rocket programs American rocket programs like the rockets that launch the space shuttles into outer space okay and rockets that you know carried warheads and things but it I mean that's a known fact that's not any conspiracy theory in fact it even talks about how the words conspiracy theory were brought up by or invented by the CIA to um, sorry I'm having difficulties here um, brought up by the CIA to um, the heck is that brought up were invented by the CIA. Words conspiracy theory and conspiracy theorist were brought up by the CIA in order to denounce people who were maybe on to their shenanigans. Uh, I think the words were first used after the Kennedy assassination to sort of debunk people who were... Uh, conspiring, I guess the only way to put it, um, to expose what they thought happened during the Kennedy assassination and the whole Oswald thing and such, and so on and so forth. Um, but that was a term invented by the CIA to make other people look like crackpots. The word conspiracy theory. Um, another CIA operation that's talked about in this video is MK Ultra, uh, which is a see it's a well-known factual. You know, you can see it um, either. I mean, through cons um, not conspiracy through um, Freedom of Information Act requests or National Archives or just it's out there. It was a CIA mind control 
experiment. And part of that experiment involved Hollywood. Part of that uh, experiment involved newspapers putting out uh, disinformation, uh, putting out counter-information. Um... Leaking, let's say they send good intelligence information to a less than reputable source. Or they send bad information to a reputable source and then expose that bad information. Things like that to just either control the thoughts of the American people or to confuse the American people, however you want to see it. Uh, it was also the MK Ultra was also the birthplace of LSD. Uh, it was meant to be a truth serum. Also, they would use LSD. Um, they would give it to um, hookers to give to their clients, and then get the clients try to get the clients to talk about um, top secret information. Um, or get, you know, you know, just sometimes it was just a regular guy, but they would see what he would reveal to this hooker under the influence of LSD, or sometimes it was just teaching the girls how to sweet talk a guy into, you know, a little pillow talk. Tell me what you know. What do you think about this? Um, things like that. And it's only factual information, and he only um, brings up things that he can show documentation for. Everything is backed up by either declass by declassified information or information obtained through the Freedom of Information Act. So, out of shadows, uh, link in the description on YouTube will be um, something thought provoking, and it they also bring up. Uh, Epstein and the pedophilia ring and how, you know, Pizzagate was not what the media made it out to be. The late night pundits, the CNN pundits made a joke of it. But he shows proof where um, pizza is used by law enforcement and is a code word in the, in the um, pedophile world for pedophilia or having sex with children. Okay? It's, it's out there and it's commonplace. And this pizza joint that was alleged, well, they blamed it on Alex Jones, but there was a pizza joint that was um, shot at by a man with an AR-15 rifle. And the logo to the pizza joint is a common logo used in pedophilia rings. And this video shows several logos 
And maybe if you're a parent, you should really watch this video and see what these logos are because you need to be watching for them. Um, you know, and each each triangle, one is kind of a pizza-shaped thing, and it's one type of pedophilia. Another one is a different triangular-shaped thing. I don't want to do it too much, but it's um, symbolizes a different pedophilia fetish. Um, they talked about Epstein and the CIA operative in the video calls it orgy island how you know epstein and these other people would take um and the well, cia and epstein would take other high-ranking government officials or people in power in hollywood or wherever to orgy island as they called it in the movie and The CIA operative says, yeah, it's one of the oldest tricks in the book. Uh, somebody steps out of line and wants to investigate or shut down the CIA. And they say, well, you know, maybe you better think about that because we have a picture of you with this 14-year-old girl sitting on your lap. You wouldn't want that to get out to the public now, would you? And that's how they used Epstein and his pedophile or orgy island to manipulate and control people so a very good documentary out of shadows it it leaves things open they state only facts and some of them are facts that i've seen heard and read before so i know they're facts he says that he's on in the video in the documentary he says he's only going to bring up facts, not rumors, not theories, not conspiracies. He's only bringing up and showing you things that he has photographic, video, and uh, paper evidence of. <coughs> By paper, I mean, you know, declassified CIA memos and CIA briefings. Uh, well, CIA briefs and memos. And of course, he has a well-known CIA uh, operative in the in the video, and you know there are pictures of this guy, you know, at Langley, Virginia, uh, in his CIA uniform, in you know, in the field with other CIA agents and things. So that legitimizes him. I'm sure as this documentary gathers steam uh it's going to be criticized and there are going to be attempts to debunk it in the media but um hopefully the guy doesn't get clinton cited but you know hopefully this uh opens some eyes and gets some people thinking so uh it also brings up uh the fact that twice in his uh, illustrious governmental career, Senator Patrick Moynihan tried to introduce laws to um, eliminate the CIA. And, uh, of course, those never went anywhere. Um, 
So, and, well, anyways, I'll, I'll leave it to you. Watch the uh, documentary, Out of Shadows. I'll try to link it in the description. And hopefully it doesn't get deleted from YouTube. I, I heard a friend say, He, he said he watched it, and he said, uh, hurry up and watch this before it gets deleted again. So, if you have the ability to, you know, somehow download it and save it, so if it does get deleted, I'm going to see if I have that ability, actually. In case something happens to this video, you know, it, it can be out there, and we can send it around to one another, because it's very, very interesting. So, with that... God, good night. God bless you. Um, everybody pray for one another and stay safe. Um, you know, back to my original thought and feelings, you know. The coronavirus is still out there. It's still real. Um, and we, we still have to be safe. So do that and be careful. God bless you.